awful. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. And so are these fans. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. Boston organization has been well run for a long time now. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! Time to win the final tonight! And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. The Red Sox have won the World Championship. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. They win the World Series 4 games to 1. And the Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century with four world championships. Can you believe it? Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Pesky Podcast. I am the Rit. We are here with episode 15, Fans Bring the Questions. And we have got a couple great questions that was sent to us. Uh, man, we're coming off another, uh, another great series. We took two out of three from Milwaukee. Uh, some highs. Man, Massa. Massa's starting to come around a little bit. Uh, he's looking really good now. He's, he's got a great, great outing on Sunday where he hit two home runs in the same inning. The second was a grand slam. Uh, Jared Durand has been a completely different guy uh, this season. He is hitting a lot of great contact. He's showing off the glove out there. So he's been a really good addition since Adam Duvall came up, uh, went down a couple of weeks ago. Uh, another one, man, Alex Verdugo is leading that leadoff spot and is looking amazing. He is saving on some runs out there on defense. Uh, he has shown that he is the leadoff man that the Red Sox need. Uh, Devers is still doing Devers. Uh, he, he looked great uh, in the series here against Milwaukee. Kenley Jansen came out on Friday. Solid lights out uh, save. Uh, Brian Bayo came back with against Corbin Burns. He looked really well uh, against Corbin Burns. Uh, he did not get the win, though. Ort got the win. So that was a really good surprise but man the Red Sox in the eighth inning just blew up nine runs in the eighth inning which really really helped uh help the Red Sox you know keep moving on but man here we are uh we got fans bring the questions so let's just start start uh right from the top here our good friend George Sutherland he sat there and messaged us. Question. Should the Sox trade for a right-handed bat now? If so, who? If not, why? So, George, uh, love the question. But 
me personally, I would not trade any uh, for any right-handed bat right now. We do have some options. Uh, if we needed to bring a good one up from AAA, Alfaro is looking really good down there for uh, the Woo Sox. Dahlbeck has shown that he can come up and give us that power bat from the right-handed side if need be. Uh, I don't, I don't know who we would even go for, honestly. Like, who do we have that would be able to piece together a deal to bring in a right-handed bat right now? Uh, right now, the Red Sox are doing really well. Uh, they're hot, you know, on from the left-hand side especially. Uh, Kike's been doing a little bit good, better from the right-hand side. Uh, it's it, it's it's kind of a hard question. Me personally, if we really think we need that right-handed bat, I'll, I I say bring up Alfaro or possibly even bring up Bobby Dahl back again to give him another shot. Uh, each one has been able to prove that he uh he has the power in Major League. Uh, Dahlbeck is had his problems, but George, I honestly wouldn't trade for a right-handed bat right now. Uh, I like the chemistry we have. You know, it's still early. Uh, you gotta, you gotta look at, you know, where we're at and who we have be able to come back. So, <clears throat> I personally wouldn't, George. So, Lady Red Sox, Lady Red Sox goes in and sends us a question: How long do we get? Do we let Cassis try to find his footing this season? Before he heads to Wooster, Wooster, to get his mechanics right, do we just let him ride it out the entire season? Does Justin Turner fill in at first while Cassis gets control over his bat back? How long would that take? Well, Lady Red Sox, I sit there and think we have to let him ride it, and figure it out as we go. Uh, he's shown patience at the plate with two. 10-plus uh, pitch at-bats, which is a, a really amazing for a, a kid. He, he's he's still a kid. You know, he just came up uh, for a cup of coffee last year. Uh, he, he's This is his first full Major League season. Uh, yeah, he's batting a 147 right now. But his OPS is 613, which is shows his patience. He has 14 walks. When he does make contact, he has three home runs and eight RBIs. Uh, so I would honestly, if I was the Red Sox, you know, you got you got to give him those major league at bats. If you send him down uh, to Wooster, and you think about it, he's not going up against a lot of major league pitching, so he might be able to get fix his if it's a mechanics type thing, but his patience is there, you know, 14 walks is, is doing really well for him. He's very patient. Maybe sometimes he's a little too patient because he's also been struck out 25 times, but I, I just think you, you let him go get, let him have the leash. We're kind of in that rebuild mode and still early in the season. You know, the first month of baseball is not even completely over with. So, 
Lady Red Sox, I would I would just let him ride, figure it out as he goes. He you know he, he's going to put piece it all together. So that's what that's my opinion. That's what I would honestly do. So next question we have comes from Sox Chalk Talk. <clears throat> if Kluber continues to struggle. <clears throat> Is he a viable option in the bullpen before just dumping him? Sure, his below is down and he's getting it hit hard, but he can bring a unique look with various pitches and maybe would be more effective in small doses. Plus, he can eat a lot of innings. So, <clears throat> Sox Chalk Talk. Uh, well, I would sit there and say give him one more outing. Give him one more outing to see how, how he does. If he starts piecing things together, then go from there. If he gets uh, hammered, then maybe put him in the bullpen. Give Cutter Crawford uh, a spot in the rotation to see how he does. Maybe even uh, bring Winkowski into the rotation. So he can sit there and... Uh, Help out the team in the bullpen, possibly. Like you said, there's different looks, different uh, pitches. A lot of his is left to right. You know, he's he's got to paint the corners. Uh, he's he's not that not not that fastball pitcher, and he could bring that unique look in out of the bullpen. So, I I I would not just outright him like. You can't get rid of him because we know we have a lot of injuries. We don't know about Paxton yet coming back. Uh, Bayo looks like he could be going back down to the minors uh, for a stint. So we're, we kind of need Clover to shoot uh, Kluber to show up a little bit and give us start giving us some innings. Uh, we're not being able to get that from a lot of the starting pitchers we had. So. Uh, Whitlock's been looking really good. Hawk's been looking good. Pavetta's had a, a lot of great innings. So Sale has he went out last time, looked really good. We'll see what he looks like uh, on Monday for Sale Day down in Baltimore. But man, we gotta sit there and start uh, start piecing this thing together. You know, Tampa's way ahead of us in first place, so we gotta sit there and start figuring stuff out. So that's what I would do. If, if it, it all depends his next start, uh, then maybe go from there, possibly to the bullpen, uh, and see where he goes. Next question is from Willie Epting Jr. Do I believe that Chris Sale is back? Man, Willie, I, I've been trying to, to have – faith in Chris Sale all year where he ends up looking really good for a couple innings and then he looks really bad or he would look good for one game and he would sit there and then not the next so I honestly am, am, am worried I'm worried about Chris Sale he's supposed to have been our ace uh, there was some Alex Cora might have seen something 
maybe maybe he's still mentally uh unaware and mentally like mind numbing not getting that opening day start maybe it's affecting him maybe his mechanics for not pitching the majors you know for almost 3 years 3 seasons he he was he was back for a little bit and then on the IL again he is out for surgery uh, maybe he's still working on those mechanics. You know, everyone said there and said spring training, he looked great. Chris Sale's back, but spring training, spring training, the regular season's regular season. So uh, I'm still not sold on Chris Sale. You got to show me more than just one outing. You got to. You can't just go out there and pitch and sit there and go through and see, you know, one game isn't enough. Uh, I honestly got to think you got to go out there. You got to put one start in and then you got to put a second start. And then once you get to the third good start in a row, then we can start saying Chris sales back. You know, you got to start making those pitches where they count. You got to sit there and start striking people out consistently. Uh, Man, it maybe even sit there and, Pull him by the fifth inning, you know, let him let, I know he wants the ball. He wants to go out there and pitch, uh, but man, pull him the fourth, fifth inning, you know, at, at least the fifth and sit there and say, okay, you, this is what you got us. Uh, let us take it home and build his confidence up that way. Uh, I just, I just, I can't be behind Chris Dale hundred percent. He's supposed to be our ace, you know, of the pitching staff. But we've got a lot of young, hungry talent that is right behind him that could easily try to push him out. You know, you you can't be living on 2018 uh, when it's 2023 and we're trying to trying to you know win a division, make the playoffs, wild card, World Series. You know, we can't be living in the past. And if it's time to sit there for Chris Sale to to you know take that last hurrah. Well, we we got him. We used him, and maybe it's time to let him go. So, uh, Willie, that is my opinion. On do I believe that Chris Sale's back? I don't. I I don't believe it at all. Uh, he's really been disappointing me this season, and we got to have more than a start, you know. Uh, ballpark buzz. <clears throat> Uh, he sits there and throws out a question. If Yu Chang plays elite defense, are you fine with him being the regular shortstop? Uh, yeah, I, I I would honestly, if he can play elite major league shortstop defense, I would be okay with him being in the nine spot. Uh, when, when he does hit the ball, you know, he's hit three home runs already this season. When he's when he's hit the ball, uh, I'm more. I would love him to be more of a de- uh, defensive shortstop for us. Look how long we had Jackie Bradley Jr. out in center field. You know we didn't we didn't want him for his bat. We wanted him for his defense. His bat showed up every now and then when we needed it, but his defense is what out there in center field is what we really really loved, uh, and we were spoiled for how many years out there in Boston. So personally, I, I would be more than happy to have him for right now as a, as a defensive shortstop 
if he can continue playing elite shortstop for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, we could easily put Kike over at second base. Uh, we can sit there and throw throw Kike every now and then out in center field when Jaron needs off. Jaron's been doing really good for us out there in center field. Uh, it's almost like it's completely different overall from last year to this year. I personally uh, thought that he should have made the opening day roster. Uh, but Tapia got it. Ref Snyder got it. So I, I honestly can sit there and say if Jaron Duran keeps playing like he does, we might we might not need Tapia up there, you know, for uh, for much longer. But I'm, I'm completely happy and com- uh, that – with Yu Chang playing defense and staying there. Like I said, Boston's used to it. We had Jackie Bradley Jr. for how many years out there doing it? So why not until we can figure out, you know, uh, Mondesi coming back. Uh, we can easily sit there and talk if Trevor Story's able to come back this season. So if Chang can plug that hole in there, I'm happy with it. And it's kind of like a uh, a piggyback from uh, 616 Casey. Uh, they sit there and write, <clears throat> if you pr- proves to be better defensively and is getting hot offensively, do you move Kike? Uh, I would honestly just move Kike over to second base regardless. Uh, I really sit there and think that if Chang, Yu Chang can sit there and play elite shortstop, if we can move Kike over to to uh, second base, I want not move him to center field. Maybe once in a while, Jaron's doing really good. But I think Kike would be a better major league uh, second baseman than a shortstop. He's, he's already had, you know, way too many errors at shortstop because he's trying to hurry up a lot quicker than what I think he needs to be. So, uh, yeah, I, I say move Kike. Move Kike right over to second base. You know, that would give Christian Arroyo time to be a, the utility player that he should be. Uh, not not as much pressure on him. So, but guys, we, we got a great series coming up. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, <clears throat> we have Sale Day coming out Monday. Uh, Chris Sale takes on Kramer. Uh, the Red Sox looked really good last time against Kramer. And a lot of the people are going well, uh, to sit there and say that, you know, Sale came out this last start. Looked really good. Uh, is Chris Sale back? I don't know. You got to put together uh, continuous work. Tuesday, we have uh, Corey Kluber going. Versus uh, Bradish, so I I sit there and say, man, uh, Corey Kluber could sit there and start putting things together, uh, put the put the pieces together, uh, or he could sit there and this could be his last start. We don't know. Uh, I would love to sit there and and say that Kluber's going to start putting together. Uh, a bigger question would be who's going to start putting the pieces together first, Kluber or Chris Sale? 
You know, that is the question right now because it seems like the rest of the pitching staff actually is able to get through and be able to uh, get some innings, get some outs, and put up some Ws for us. So that's Tuesday. And then Wednesday, it's an afternoon game. We're throwing out Tanner Houck, who's 3-0, and going against uh, Wells. Uh, he's 0-1, but he has a, a 2.70 ERA and 16 Ks. Uh, it's it's going to be good. Baltimore Baltimore is not the Baltimore old. They got a, got a young talent that's really hungry. Our man, uh, he, Josh Lind, he sits there. He, he's the man that knows the, the Baltimore Orioles. So uh, this is going to be a great series. I'm personally going to sit there and say that we are going to do a a two out of three. We're going to win. Uh Hopefully, we, we can sit there and put through and and end April on a high note. Uh, I know I know when we did predictions last uh, episode, I said we're not going to make it to 500. I think that Guardian series is going to be the what's really going to going to hurt us. So, but guys, thanks for the questions, Lady Red Sox, uh, George. You're always sitting there and good to us. Sox, uh, Chalk Talk, Willie Epstein, uh, 616 Case, and Ballpark Buzz. You guys are all great. Make sure you head on over to our YouTube channel. Uh, we got some great content coming your way soon. Uh, man, we got uh, Devin Moraro coming on uh, this week. We also got ITM Podcast, Joey Capone coming on to be part of our, our show. Sox Addict's going to come back on. So there's episodes you're not going to want to miss. So, but for this one here, fans bring the questions. Thanks all that sit there and sent us. Guys, welcome and thank you for another episode of the Pesky Podcast. Take care, guys.